change like my dreams out of reach This pain and all this grief If you see God and you have to speak Tell him it's crazy in these streets Feel my pain and just so Yo, I'm Pastor Phil. Welcome to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets with my great co-host, Pastor Jay and Ruck Boy on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets, man. Holy Culture Radio. Channel 154, Sirius XM. We about that life. You right on the right channel. Nine in the morning, Central, 10 Eastern, uh, Central Time. Only thing really matters. Uh, but anyway, right now, I'm Pastor Phil. I'm holding it down. Uh-huh. Pastor Jay at work. These mugs got a real job. And, uh, Terrence, uh, is at work, working some stuff out, man. So, uh, DJ Ruckus. So we are going through this series on the art of rap. Like, what does it really mean to put something down on paper, put something down on an album to move the culture forward, right? And we got some great, Artists who've been in the game for a long time, been through ups and downs, challenges back and forth. And we have uh, talked to a young cat locally, Point Ash, who's crazy MC right here locally. Crazy stuff. I know you love this music. Uh, right now, today, yes, today, we got the world renowned Derek Miner on, on the microphone. What's up, Derek? What's up? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? <laughs> now, where, where are you from, man? Where are you from from? So I'm originally from Pontiac, Michigan. That's where all my people from. But I was raised in the South. I'm a country boy. Get I'm out of my whole life. Yeah, I'm okay. from Nashville. <laughs> raised mm-hmm. in the South. Like what? What? How far south? Nashville. Nashville. Mm-hmm. All yeah, my life, I've been broke. No matter, no more. But that's a uh, that's a uh, that's Kentucky though. Know. Huh? That's Kentucky, though. That's Kentucky. That's Kentucky. Yeah, they they out in uh, <laughs> where was they at in Kentucky? But that's Nappy Roots. Yeah, Nappy Roots. But yeah, that, we still that's still our people, though. For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's what's up, man. So tell me and uh, those who are listening a little bit about yourself, how you got into this, and we're going to dive into this topic of 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 the art of rap and and, and what your context is and, and how God's led you to move the culture forward. So just tell us how you yeah. got into it, man. Were you were you just like somewhere? I would say you started rhyming, at the, at, 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 you know, yeah. on, the, on the kitchen table at a Starbucks. How'd it go down? Yeah. So my mama used to tell, my mama told me, she said when I first started making music was when I was a kid. She said I would pull, she would be cooking and I would pull all the pots and pans out of the, out of the <laughs> drawers and I'd be making beats on the pots and pans. Wow. So that's always been a part of my life. And as I got older, uh, we moved down south, but my dad lived. In, in Pontiac still. So I would come in the summers and one day he was recording this cat. And uh, I, I was like, man, I could do better than that. And I just got on the mic and started freestyling. Mm. And it just, from there, every summer, we would always link up. And uh, and that's that was our way of bonding. Wow. So I kind of just, kind of just did that. Mm-hmm. Uh. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> I like yeah. that. I just kind of did that. I just kind of did. Yeah, that. I just it just kind of it, it, it's one of the things where it just it just I didn't really I couldn't think of nothing else I wanted to do. Like yeah, that once once the bug hit me, it was just mm. this is what I'm doing. Yeah, like my, and my mom, everybody will tell you when I make my mind up about something, it ain't no getting me it's off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's over with. I love that. I love that. And they'll give me off of it. Determined, mm-hmm. determined. Yeah. So, so where has and what what has your journey been musically as an artist? Like from 
from, you know, for example, I said as a pastor, mm-hmm. you know, there's certain elements that you start with, right? And yeah. your, your, your thoughts. And then in life, right? Things hit the fan, whatever, good, yeah. bad, or different. And you're like, oh, this uh-huh. theological perspective doesn't really fit right here. Uh-huh. I don't know what to do. And I want to, you know, trust the Lord in the midst of that. And then there's growth and change and maturity. Doesn't mean you, you, you abandon the Lord, but it's one of them kind of things like, wow, I see, like Paul said, right? I see things, you know, darkly. I dim through, 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 yeah. glass, dark. I see them partially, right? But now I'm, I'm, I'm trusting the Lord in that, and that evolution. And so there's a lot more. That, that we learn if we're open to that, right? Unless people just stick with one particular way and, and never grow in those spots. So just share a little bit about your uh, your journey through music as an artist um, and, and where we are today. Yeah, so I, I didn't grow up in a church that was, that put a huge emphasis on theology. Mm. Like that wasn't our thing. We were one of those emotional churches that everybody tell you, that you can't grow in, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So okay. my our emphasis was our emphasis was loving God and and it was very passionate worship. Um, but then when it comes to the preaching, you know, the preaching, I love Doc, but uh, it wasn't always it wasn't always well thought out. It was very gotcha. much emotional, right? Okay. Um, okay. Uh huh. I ain't in my yeah. right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, I got sir. you. I got you. Yes, sir. One of those. So <laughs> I grew up. I grew up with you know. We, but, but I think in the environment that we grew up in, that was needed because people were actually mostly going through a lot of stuff. They yes. were they were dealing with stuff, and you know um, they needed somebody to inspire them. And yes. that's one thing that I always left church feeling inspired, feeling happy, feeling like we could take it take it through another day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so as I started making music, my music always was one about, it was always passion. Like that's, if anybody knows me in real life, they would say I'm a passionate person just in general. Mm. So, um, and I remember growing, like once I kind of started learning about, if we're talking about Christian hip hop, I started learning about the theology and, you know, how to catch them all these different places was doing stuff. I started feeling a little bit inadequate because I didn't know half of the stuff they were, they knew, but fast forward to today, honestly, man. Well, let's stop right there though. though. That's dope though. Like, like a lot of cats in the same bucket, right. will say, well, let me memorize what I'm supposed to learn. (laughs) Let me memorize uh, this and get enough of it memorized enough of it. Kind of like, rhetorically understood to say, right. well, you know, you know, God works out all things, you know, he works yeah. out. Things. So, but you just flippantly saying things. Right. And so some cats, even, you know, in, in, in music, <clears throat> I think just adopt that way of, yeah. you know, maybe because, um, I don't know, maybe they want to rhyme. They want to get out there in that, in, in that context. Maybe they, um, um, have, have, it's cause it's easier. Yeah, yeah, it's easier yeah. for me to it's easier for me to regurgitate something that I read in a book <laughs> right. than for me to actually take something and make it a part of my character. Yeah, that I believe. Right. So for me, I never was a person that was like, man, I know all these different things. Now I do. But it's because I'm a person that right. I slowly adopt things into my life. I don't yeah. like to just grab things and just adopt them into my life. Yeah. So, you know. What I found is a lot of the people that were really impressive with their ability to memorize 
scriptures and memorize all these books from all these authors, you find out in your later years in life that you have to have some deep root. My mom would say it in this way. It's a very simple but profound way. She said, uh, salvation is free, but anointing costs. Mm. That's what she would always say. And it's mm. the idea of the only way you actually truly learn something is to have to apply it. Yeah. So how do, how do you understand patience? It's yeah. having to apply patience, right. which means a lot of stuff getting on your nerves, a lot of dreams deferred, a lot of things delayed. That's how you learn patience. Right. It's not by reading a book. How right. do you learn long suffering? For, from suffering a long time. No doubt. Like that's how you, you learn it from suffering a long time. Right. How do you, how do you learn grace? By having to consistently give out grace yeah. or consistently receive it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like for me, that's the things that I learned in my earlier years was, you know, we would have very basic concepts, but those concepts, we had to live them out. And I yeah. think, you know, with a lot of people, it's a lot easier to just tell everybody what you know about grace than actually give people grace. Right? True, true. Yeah, it makes it it makes it stronger. Uh, it's more weighty when you've lived it through. When you've lived it, applied it, walked in it. Yeah. Uh, things didn't work the way accordingly. You stay you stay grounded. Uh, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot weightier. You know what I mean? Those the depth of your mom's insight comes from a lot of weight that she carried, right. understood, applied. Mm-hmm recognize it. Oh, somewhere along the line, there's a difference between, um, you know, this grace and this anointing and this movement of the God in that space. And now um, she has that insight when things do hit everywhere, she's able to understand what the difference is between, between the two and working them through. Mm-hmm. So, so that's good though. man. So, so as you uh, were going on your journey, you hit this, you know, the, the, all these cats theologically were doing what they was doing. You're like, no, that's not, I don't understand where y'all at now. What what was the shift or what was the what happened from there? Yeah, so I I I needed the time to take and learn a lot of the foundational principles in the faith. Yeah. Uh, I needed that time. And I took that time, but what I also noticed was the people that I meant to impact, they weren't going to connect with that stuff in that way. Uh, like one, I mean, no disrespect and no shade, but nobody from where I was coming from was, 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 had cross movement anywhere to be found. Right. 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 Like we was bumping Jeezy. We was bumping, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Right. T.I. Yeah. I mean, they bumping NBA young boy right now. Right. They bump a little baby to baby. So it's like, and when you listen to that music, that music is not very intellectual. But it is very passionate. Yeah. It's not very intellectual, but right. it is very passionate. Even though they are saying something, they're just not going to say it in this pretty way. Right. Like they're going to just get to the point. So for <laughs> me, like that's what I am. I, I like to look at my music is like I like to just get to the point. And right. it's not to say that it doesn't have weight. It's just like, nah. I'm just I'm not trying to impress anyone with diction. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I want I want the message to connect. Right. And I feel like no one really had, I feel like nobody can relay a message better than rappers. Yeah. Like when yeah. you listen to the music, the way things connect, rappers are always able to, because we're poets. So yeah. Yeah, for me, my, the way I approach the music is just, if if you if you walk away from it and you say, man, that dude was really, really smart. But what I was talking about don't connect, then I feel like I failed. 
True. You know True. Yeah. You, you, you want to make it, you want to make it relevant in that, in that uh-huh. context. You know, hip hop has always been, we talked about this on the show, um, cinder receiver friendly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas a preaching a churches or Bible say whatever can also often be like, like just cinder friendly. I'm going to talk about the theop noob toss of God. Well, that's, that's right. cool for the sender, but like mm-hmm. the receiver's like, what do you mean they have new toss the guy? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what that is. I, yeah. I'm going to keep it real. I don't know what that is right now. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Right, right. I'm just going to put my earbuds back on and just zone out. You know? Yeah. So if, if that's why hip hop's around for 50 years because it's both, it's been sender receiver friendly. You're not going to mm-hmm. throw a ball as fast as you, to yourself as fast as you can catch it. You know, you're going right. to throw it. Lob it, catch it with the left hand. So you ain't gonna try to rhyme or create a message or connect with people faster than you catching it, right? Faster than you owning that whole move with that piece. So that's what uh, what I uh, appreciate about your music, appreciate about who you are, and appreciate about you know uh, uh, the impact that you make, man. So tell me about this album that you got coming out right now, man. Tell me about it, just real brief. We're gonna hear a cut from it um, in a second, so. Um, we're going to talk more about the album and more about the other song, but just give me a brief uh, thought about it. Yeah. So nobody's perfect is really, it's my first album back in five years. Mm. Like I've made music between uh, now and five years ago, but it's been mostly singles or I've done a lot of stuff with sync licensing, which is music and television and film. So if you've listened to ESPN, you've heard my songs. Wow. If you've seen, listen to certain TV shows, you'll hear my songs in the background. Okay, yeah. But that's why I've been putting my efforts because honestly, I put my gift down for a minute because mm. I wasn't inspired by music. And mm. I, and if I'm keeping it real, real, I was kind of on the fence about how I felt about the church. Not necessarily yeah. how I felt about God, but just how I felt about Christians in general. No doubt. So I didn't really have anything to say. My, most of my base <laughs> were people of faith. And I didn't have anything positive. You want to put to say. them on blast right now? But and I, I had nothing positive to say. I, I really didn't. I, I wanted to, but I just couldn't. So I, I honestly, in that, a lot of that was my own arrogance because I wasn't able to give myself grace, hmm. and that makes it harder to give grace to others. So as I've been through this process of really just finding out who I am, who God is to me. Not who I've been told God is, not who right. I'm supposed to think God is, but who God actually is to me. Right. And then on top of that, trying to figure out how do I do this? Like, how do I become a good father? Mm. How do I be a happier person? And that's what nobody's perfect is about. It's the conclusions mm. that I came through on that journey, which really the conclusion is that all of us need grace. Like, and again, easy to know that you could pull up a Bible scripture and talk about grace. We can pull up a book about grace, but it's a lot different when you've had to walk through the ideas of imperfection and actually be like, I've let people down and people have let me down. And now I have to find a healthy way in how to deal with that. You know, yeah. and that's really what Nobody's Perfect is about. So it's just really just a celebration of people being human, if we're yeah. just being honest. <laughs> you know? Real talk, real talk. You know. The reality of what you're talking about, man, can't be can't be taught. Like I'm, you know, I got my master's in divinity and everything. Been in ministry 34 years. It has to actually be lived out in in a way 
I believe, within a community that resonates with the same thing. Because if you try to live it out in a way without that level of community that resonates with that, it'll be a judgment. It'll be convic- it'll be an awkward kind of deal. So right. we try to create an employer and a community that's all about living in that space where nobody's perfect. At the same time, um, trying to walk walk with you right where you are, right? Right, right. where you are. I mean, we 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 work with guys who who most likely to shoot somebody to get shot. These you know, we work with guys right now in the other room. That's that's their world, right? And so in the midst of in the midst of that, it is one of those kind of things where we are um just if we're walking with you and that's your background, right? Then we definitely can walk with you because you had sex out of marriage. Yeah, you know right. You know, have tipped on your wife or tipped on your husband. We definitely can walk with you. If we got cats with bodies on them, then we definitely right. can walk with you. And I say that in light of without that extreme, we should have that same kind of compassion with each other. And I mean, and, and I think in the midst of uh, sometimes music, sometimes the industry, there is sort of like a uh, a rigid uh, feel at times where it's got to be so perfect and so on point because that's the testimony we're trying to give to people. Uh, but not necessarily talking about the t- the 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 intangible of 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 life, like the stuff that comes at you, whether it's depression, discouragement, um, hateration, or whatever. And how do you then still seek to be honest and true before God in the midst of all that? And then let alone the body of Christ and the complications of things that go through. Yo, this is Church on the Block, Pastor Phil. We're gonna be right back with Derek Minor Jack checking out one of the newest songs from Nobody's Perfect album. Check us out. We'll be right back. Yo, you're listening to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Do not, you hear me? Do not touch that dial. Do not touch that knob. Don't unplug the Bluetooth. Stay right here with us. Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Yo, we are back, Church on the Block. You're on the right channel, right location, channel 154, Sirius XM. We are here with Derek Minor. Um... And we're talking about the art of rap. And we're going to check out uh, this first song. Derek, you're going to break it down to it. And then we're going to go back into this discussion about the art of rap. Go on and drop that song, man. What What is this song about? Yeah, so I had a song called Pressure. And I, I feel like in the times that I've been the most stressed out is because I was, I was trying to manage all of the pressure that's on me. So I really made an anthem for people that's got a lot of pressure on them right now. Man, that is a dope song. And you're talking about some real stuff. I mean... Explain it like the history of what I mean. You, you you mentioned a little bit before, but like talking about the art of rap, like what goes into your thinking, especially on the journey that you're on, right? And and and, and the movement of this particular album. Um, of, okay, so I'm about to get a pen and pad, about to write some write some out. What goes through your mind around what you did for this song right here? Yeah, so I don't know. I don't normally write lyrics anymore. I, I just kind of pull the mic up and just hit record and see Man. what happens. Okay, okay. But um, that's how I do. That's how I do. The main, uh, but the main, the main focus for this is when you think about what makes people make the awful decisions that they often make, it's because of pressure. Mm. Like, all right. So mentally, I found this out, and the way I found this out uh, has been, uh, I, I, I do a lot of business stuff, and mm-hmm. what I found out is that our brain has multiple layers. Yeah. So most of us want to operate in our upper reg- upper layer of our brain, right? But when pressure or anxiety comes, 
if we're not aware of what's happening, our brain instantly shifts into fight or flight or survival mode. Wow. And when it goes into fight or flight or survival mode, then we literally go, they call it the lizard brain. It's like the Mm. just either (laughs) run, attack. That's what it is, right? Most of us are constantly living in fight or flight mode. Most of us are. Like, so when you're under pressure, that's what would make someone, when you, have you ever looked and you see somebody like on America's Dumbest Criminals be like, why would they do that? That was stupid. Like, that's the dumbest thing you could have thought of. It's because their pressure and their decision making gets worse as you undercome pressure. If you don't find ways to relieve the pressure and make better decisions. So that's why I made the song. It's because even when you look at a lot of artists, they know all the right things to do until they're under pressure. When you look at a lot, when you look at just humans in general, we know right from wrong, but the pressure makes us choose wrong instead of right often. Yes. That's the point of the song. But in your own story about putting this together, right? What, 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 some of the things you had mentioned earlier or earlier beforehand coming from a, coming from a real place where was, 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 was that something you felt perhaps even was missing? You know, talking about moving the culture forward, something that was missing uh, um, to communicate that. Yeah, I mean, it's really life experience. So yeah. during the pandemic, I mean, who was it under pressure? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Where we going to get the grocery from? Yeah, exactly. Right, you know what I mean? Like, uh, are we going to die if we get this disease? You know, mm-hmm. are we? Are, uh, am I wrong for taking the vaccine or not taking the vaccine, right? Mm. Um, and also during this time, I have my brother living with me who, um, he from the trenches, you know, he, he had just got in some trouble and he came mm. down here where during, during his time of coming down here, he was running from something that had happened and he didn't make the best decision. And I looked up and we had U.S. Marshals knocking on our door. You know what I'm saying? Wow. We're four SUVs and they took them off. To jail. I mean, praise God that, you know, it was he got through that and he's he's doing great now. He's driving trucks, working on music, doing some amazing stuff. But the pressure made him make terrible decisions and not only terrible for himself, but now it's dragged my family into it. Right. And I mean, that's just one. That's just one example. But I mean, when you look in the hood, like. People do this all the time. So it's like, for me, I'm like, mm-hmm. we need to write a song that that tell people like, yo, when you under pressure, you still got to apply pressure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that was the whole concept yeah. of the record. So like, when you look at that song and look at your history of music uh, and other artists as well, right? <clears throat> like, yeah. that, that song looked like it was on a, uh, came from another, uh, like a journey to get to, to be, to feel freer in certain spaces to say certain things. You know what I mean? Like, even in preaching, there was certain things I felt safe to say because of the language and the place I was at preaching uh, was what I was taught. But then in my own journey, I'm like, nah, this some bull. Like, like <laughs> I did a sermon. I did a sermon. I, I buried probably over 200 young men, most of young men who were killed uh, on the streets, right? And so most of the time I open up the sermon with uh, God is pissed off and so am I, right? The reality of, um, you know, I may use other language that I may not be able to air on this show, but in the context For of sure. just being real about what we, the pain that we are feeling. Now, years before that, 
in the 80s, probably in the 80s when I first started preaching in 87, mm. um, probably wouldn't have been as bold or confident to say and feel that. You know what I mean? So being able to be in a space where you're comfortable in your own skin to say and to speak these things like this. To me, when I look at and I hear the song, you know, um, I'm thinking of, man, it's a, this is, this ain't like from a cute thing I'm going to say about because nah. we reckon, you know what I mean? We, we, we got um, a hook here. We got a, 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 a good beat. This come from that gummit. I done seen myself almost fold. Right? right. With pressure. Right. I didn't like you just talked about stuff with family. Right. And, right. and I didn't seen, and you talk about church stuff. Oh my God. My church stuff. Lord. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, it's a whole situation yeah. with, with human beings trying to figure out God in a, in a local congregation and, and what they do and don't do um, to, for pressure there, to fold under pressure there. Right. Um, right. So, I mean, I'm just affirming that piece, man, that, I mean, we could get on the mic <clears throat> And rhyme about rhyme about stuff. There's hype, and then, and sometimes we need to. Sometimes we just need to like you know loud music. Right. That loud music. Walk around right. that crowd. We need we need we need to go crazy in that kind of thing, right? We're in a where 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 we can be because hip hop in and of itself got some silly, fun, crazy stuff on there. You know, right? right. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got, I mean, we got we got records like that. We got records like that on the album, but yeah, right right now, right now. I mean, the main thing for me. It's just being honest and making yeah. music that, that that I want to make music that when I close my eyes, like every album, Ooh. every every album that I've made, when I close my eyes, I can say that I made a fire album. Yeah. And I don't I don't like making music that I don't feel that way about. Right, 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 right. Right. But no, it's one of the kind of things where, you know, in the midst of uh in the midst of um the the culture. It's just like church almost in some regards, they'll adopt and adapt um, to what this artist is saying and become a way of life. And then if something happens in the life of that artist, artists walk away. The culture mm. is not under, doesn't understand grace, no. even pressure, <laughs> under, you know, pressure that you talk about. And then I don't, I don't check out none of these blog things like that. I don't got time to do that. And, 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 but mugs be on the blogs. No, nah, look at Pastor Phil, Joe. I knew this was some phony stuff. All of a sudden, <laughs> they, they, they weren't experiencing grace to be like, yo, man, it's hard, X, Y, and Z, man. We got to, we got to, y'all been by the firehouse to help them out. Whatever the case may be, that language is far and few between. Because I reached out to, to cats that I knew at one point who were going through stuff um, just because I didn't even know what the blogs were talking about, just because I know that pressure is there, man. You know, and so... You know, when I hear that song, and, and you got you got some other artists on there too. Who who else you got on there? Yeah, so it's featuring Aaron Cole and Thizzle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Aaron Cole did the hook. That was one of the only hooks that I didn't well no, nah, I did it was two hooks that I didn't write, and that was one of the only ones. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's cool. Yeah. And Thizzle's on that boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so I think I think just the reality of having like um a song I'm putting together that I'm thinking through and what it's going to do to move the culture. And it takes a courage to do that, man, for mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes courage to do that because it ain't, it may not always be as popular or relevant to what, you know, like you talked about before, some cats is rhyming, whether it's the baby, whether it's, whether it's, you know, Polo G, whoever it might be, cats right. is rhyming. <clears throat> and they may be saying stuff that's like popular without, you know, and they may be going straight to the point, no, no hooks. I mean, um, <laughs> for our fire fest, man, we got, uh, we got um, a non-Christian MC coming. 
Uh, but he's spitting that truth, though, man. Uh, my man from Vallejo, California, uh, La Russell. Oh, yeah, La Russell Lit. Yeah, yeah we La got Russell, Russell Lit. Yeah, we got yeah, La Russell Lit. When's he coming out? That's fire. August, August 12th. August 12th, the fire fan. Yeah, he fired, bro. Check your schedule, man. You may be, be with us on that time if, that, if that'll work. I know you got a tour coming up. Hey, I'm trying but, to pull up. Holla at me. <laughs> bet, bet, bet. So I just say that, man, that nobody changes a culture or begins to bring in by, by doing the same thing. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? We have to be that intentional uh, about, and you got to do it off time. You know, you, like there's a whole old gospel song, like I'll go if I have to go by myself. Right. Like, I don't, this needs to be said right now. This needs to be brought about. Most of the time you will have to go by yourself <laughs> if you want to do something <laughs> right, right, because right, everybody right. else is scary. Yeah. True, true, true. Yeah. You know, and so, when it comes to the, the the boldness to do that, man, I think the reality of I mean, first of all, we're gonna look if we look at the song, you know, the 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 way you come off at the beginning and the and the beat of it just stays true to the hip hop culture from the south, from the southern to me. When I first hear it, I'm like, oh, that's some south. You know, you there's a difference if you've been in this game for a minute, what you know, East Coast, West Coast, you know, the South, even doggone Canada. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, being able to being able to know, okay, this is they singing their hooks in LA, so you know the right. hook gonna be come where they're gonna sing their hook. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Right, right. But it come from out the door with the south, it's gonna it's gonna come at you, right? To me, right. to me. Right. And so looking at it from a listening session perspective, you know, I think that's what catches you. Then, which is where oftentimes hip hop starts at, then you're like, What are you saying? Right. Oh man, pick up your mat and walk. Like, what? Okay, right. you know what I mean? Being able to really have that let me reach let me listen to this again. Let me listen to this again, you know? Right, and then being right. able to have have that meaningful uh awareness of, of the life that the song is trying to bring to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. yeah. So th- you listening to uh, Church on the Block, man. We're gonna come right back. We got another song we're gonna rock. Uh when we come right back, we here with Derek Miner talking about the art of rap. And when we come back, Derek, we want to talk a little bit about like just your process of your creativity. I know you say you don't write anything down, which is yeah. beautiful. That's a gift right there. You know what I mean? Um, but being able to like what without being able without you know, without and divulging all the secrets, I know you got some secrets, I can't tell you this, but being able yeah. to <laughs> talk through that, you know, with Pastor Phil, Derek Miner, we'll be right back. You're listening to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. We'll be right back. Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Come right back. Church on the Block. We'll talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Yo, we are back. You're on the right channel. You are on the right station. Uh, we're here with my good friend, Derek Miner. Who uh, Now, Derek, what, what was your name beforehand? You had a different name beforehand. Yeah, I used to go by Pro a long time yep. ago, which was short for Prodigal. Yeah, but, yep, yeah, yeah. My mama named me Derek, so I call myself <laughs> Derek. <laughs> you know, that's like that's like Emmanuel going from the truth to you know Emmanuel, right? right you know, absolutely. You know, yeah. yeah. I, I remember when Manny was before he even married Nicole, before they was married. He's a yeah. young fella, young fella. Uh, but I think I think cats go through that that uh, 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 awareness in their own art. That's what art does. Art is not mm-hmm. art is not stale. It must move. Right. You know what I mean? It, it always always must evolve. Um, evolve. So before we drop this other song, man, give us what you can give us on the secrets of the art of rap. Like when you come to the booth, <clears throat> when you come to make a beat, when you come to uh, think through a song. Um, 
you know, what is it that you have before you uh, the, to bring out that creativity? I mean, we got the world, right? We got the scenario of life and everything else. Right. But what's, what, what would you say that you can give us without, you know, giving all yeah, the secrets? Nah, is your, your secret nah. sauce? You would be extremely surprised at how basic what <laughs> I do is, or at least it feels basic to me. I honestly just, the main thing is two things. If I, far as hooks are concerned, if I have to write it down, it's not catchy enough. Mm. So I don't really write, I don't like, that's why I don't like writing things down. Like I want to, I want them to come free flowing because that's why you're able to hear so many different flows. Yeah. Like you can't pre-program instinct. Like instinct <laughs> just is instinct, right? So it's yeah. the same thing with music. I want the music to be instinctual less than um, super thought out. Yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, we're making what's in our heart, right? At least that's right. what I'm doing. Every, you know, other people have other things they're doing. So right. I literally, I start working on the melody and then normally I, I do the drums and then that's, so that's when I, usually I'll have the beat 60 to 70% done before I do it and before I or do my lyrics. And then I just, I just kind of vibe out and see if something comes to me and then I lay it down. And then once we get the vocals on there, then I go back and finish the beat Then I mix <laughs> it, then I master it. So like I told you, it's a super simple process, at least to me. Now, obviously there's a lot of experimentation and, nope. and yeah. all of that in there, but I mean, and how many years though? How many years though? Too? Yeah, I mean it's a decade for sure. Yeah, so, so I mean, it's so, a decade plus. <laughs> so you yeah. know that in and of itself makes a that instinct, that natural kind of awareness of what fits doesn't fit. But I like what you mentioned though, and I never thought it through about. I th you know what? I, I, let me take that back. What I'm about to say is, writing it down can create that handicap if you if you're trying to write a hook to the degree that is not catchy enough and you understanding the culture of who you're communicating to and right. the, and, and the ever flowing changes of this culture. We got a Snapchat generation, right. man. Like uh, I was at my daughter's, I was at my daughter's wedding, of course, <clears throat> uh, re, you know, re reception, they party and they got the DJ, DJ flow, right? They went to school with him and he's a, he's cold DJ. Yo, I'm right into the song. I'm in it. I was, he I'm like, yo, man, I am not going to pay you at all. Like, what are you doing? Like, play the whole song out, man. Play the whole song out. I'm right in my part. Whoa. And he changed. What is this, dude? I was right. dying up in there. But that's the yeah. culture. That's the culture. Mugs, that's the mugs culture. wasn't hindered by it. They went, they went right back into another move. I'm like, yo. It's you observe, yeah. yeah. When you observe that, you can't force an old medium into a different paradigm. So you've got to be that awareness. And so, like you say, if you wrote it down, knowing the culture within you and, and who you are and what God you may, you may, you may enjoy that what you wrote, but you may not be able to find it culturally. And then you got to fight. Now you got to battle in your mind. Like, okay, this yeah. hook is the bomb, but I got to, you know, so I, I like what you said about that. I think that's a brilliant um, perspective of that piece. Now that takes probably walking around the house, thinking about it several different times, watching, you know, sitting back, meditating, thinking it through my perspective, my perspective, right? Yeah. Normally I'm just pressing play and I'm just kind of, mumbling something okay, sometimes okay. i'll eat sometimes i'll even get on the mic and just mumble something mm. and then fill the words in later if it feels <laughs> right you know so a lot of times a lot of times the flows are already in my head like how i'm oh. going and then the words are catching up to the to the the flow, gotcha. right so i'm always looking for the zone 
Like, mm. how can I find the zone where I'm in? And then once I do that, the words are simple. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. So, so mm-hmm. it's it's not so much the music first as much as it is getting in the zone of what of, of what you what you're hearing. It's the you're feeling hearing. first, right? Yeah. It's, it's whatever feels right in the moment. That's yeah. where we're supposed to be going. Yeah. Like, I, and I don't spend a lot of time on the song. So if if a song takes a lot of time, then that means I'm forcing it. So mm. I just move on and come back to it later. Okay, that means okay. that we're not supposed to be there. Yeah, that's why I'm able to uh, hammer out a lot of music when I'm when I'm in in the mm-hmm. zone. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, so man, tell us about this next song we about to rock. So this next song is called "It's Okay," and I wrote it because I think black people, specifically black men, are yeah. told that we're we can't never we can never be okay. Like mm. we can never. We can we can never show our emotions. You show your emotions mm-hmm. that'll get you killed in certain contexts. Mm-hmm. You show your emotions that'll make people think you weak. That'll make people think you're you're all types of things. And right, I used to feel guilty for not being happy at times. I would also feel guilty for being happy. Um, wow. And the more I became more in tune with my emotions, knowing that it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to feel. It's okay yeah. to it's okay to uh it's okay to be like, man, I, I feel like I'm underachieving. Like mm. or it's okay to be like, man, I feel like I'm killing this. Like right. it's okay to actually experience your emotions. So I want to write a song that would empower people to 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 be in that place. Man, that's dope. Again, that doesn't come from five minutes being in this work. And in life, it comes from a longer, a longer journey, <clears throat> you know, in light of, in light of the art of rap, you know, like, you know, they say art imitates life, right? In the context of what it is that you, your journey brought you to that point, right? In light of, in light of being aware of, uh, cause I believe a man of integrity is a man whose head and heart are in line with each other, head and heart, that a man is not intimidated by his emotions, but is able to harness them in such a way. I mean, you know, in the, in, in the work, of ministry, you've got to be able to not be putting everybody on blast all the time because you're mad about it. But they may need it. They may, if they need a, uh, uh, be held accountable, you had to figure out a way to process that and speak in such a way where, um, people can hear you and, and still be true to the fact that you are uh, angry about th- that choice or decision, uh, and, and move forward, you know, in, in that space. You're right. You're right. There's a lot of, hindrance of my emotions, um, you know, as, as a man. And like you say, especially in African-American kind, it's taboo. Now I'm cool. I'm cool. Cool means you either upset. Definitely. You don't want to talk about it. Three, right. you don't even know what you got going on. So it's like, Oh, right. kind of factor. Like, you know, so let me, let me get a drink. Let me go hoop. Let me go play a game. Let me watch a movie. Let me get away from all y'all and not deal right. with this until I process this, process this out. So this and is good. The thing with, and the thing with emotions are they don't go away. True. So just because you ran from it or just because you buried it or suppressed it, all you're doing is saving it for later. It's like True. leftovers. True. It's in the refrigerator. <laughs> One day, them joints True. gonna come to life. Like right. <laughs> it's just what it is. We talk so, about if you if you suppress, hide, or deny them, they'll come out sideways, is what we say. They'll come out sideways. That's what it's gonna and, be. And then we say, you know, in our work, <clears throat> if you're not aware of those emotions or not aware of the wounds that perhaps they've come from. Then uh, if, if, if you're unhealthy with them, if they come from an unhealthy place and you're not processing and transforming those wounds, right, then what happens is they will transfer onto somebody else. You'll right. transfer them onto somebody else. So you, stub, you stubbed your toe, 
you mad, what's wrong? Get out, get away from me. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. And now, uh-huh. now this other person mad. They just, they care for you. They ask you a question. They're like, man, I ain't gonna never ask you no question. Forget you, right? Because you transferred, exactly. transferred that, man. So let's go on and drop this song, man. It's okay. From the, what's the album called again? Tell, tell the people the album. Nobody's Perfect. We dropping it <laughs> very soon. Matter of fact, I'm going to be in Chicago, and I'm actually traveling the whole country playing these records. So if you want to yes, uh, go to DerekMiner.com, I'm going to be in Chicago, tapped in with Pastor Phil. I'm going to be in yes. L.A. I'm going to be everywhere. So go to uh, DerekMiner.com, go to Show Up. And get your tickets. That's free. I made it free. Free ninety five. You hear me? Free yeah. ninety five. So we're gonna yeah. talk about that when we come back too, so we can get people lined up for that. And then, yeah, yeah, definitely. Church on the block. We'll talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. Yeah, and a lot of people need to know. Like, it's okay. Like, that's a part right. of the process. Like, I needed to go. I went through some pretty dark seasons, mm. but on the back end of those seasons, what I've realized is those seasons were necessary. Mm. I had to go through those seasons. I had to go through those trials because those trials are what create growth. If mm. I never went through any trials, I wouldn't I wouldn't have grown. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the beauty of this whole thing. And like what I want people to walk away from this album, if they don't get anything, is that, yo, you're not messed up. You're not broken. Like, you're just human. Mm. And and being human is a process and we're all learning and we're all trying to figure it out. So yeah. be okay with that, you know? I mean, the reality of uh, uh, somebody who's a follower of Christ, I, I don't even like to use that phrase Christian, but as a follower of Christ, who is oftentimes another level of pressure as as followers of Christ, right? To to For not sure. be okay. What, what do you mean you're okay? What, 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 yeah, you, you got to pray. You got to, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and it's a whole nother false illusion that's giving that spot. You know, I'm blessed and highly favored. Shut up, man. You're right now. Your car just got an accident. Okay. You got a boot on it. You know what I'm right. saying? I mean, I, I, I get the fact, you know, kind of all joy, but you don't want to, you know, I don't feel like kind of all joy right now. Okay. And, and, well, and, what, and, and what's dangerous about that is that we never give people a space yeah. to actually feel, to yeah. actually be like, yeah, nah, how you doing right now, bro? I'm messed up right now. Like exactly. that's we we don't give people a space to 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 realize that to actually see yeah. that come to fruition and, and, to and have, that's a sad thing right and, and and to be okay with the fact it ain't okay you right. know it, it, it's it's like so bro what's going on what's going on with you I don't know right now I right? just just right. you know like like the the thing I like about Joe at least for the few minutes that they was they had a, they had their heads on right. And they just sat with the young fella in the ashes. Right. Just sat with him for seven days. Like that, that, that part right there, just sit with me. Like that, you know, um, I think it's called a shiver. Just sit with me while I'm grieving. Just sit with me while I'm processing. Right. Just sit with me, you know, recognizing that sometimes presence without saying Jack is a lot of comfort. I mean, it's a lot been, of comfort. You know, man. I've been in hospital rooms where I couldn't be in a room, but I'm in a waiting area and they knew I was there. And they send a note out. I send a note back, but I'm there. And I, I, I didn't necessarily even understand that earlier on, even in ministry, just because I couldn't see you. I didn't count that. For Mr. Dick, tell us where, um, where, what's, your, what's the first leg of the uh, listening tour? So I'm about mm-hmm. to hit. We hit Texas this weekend. So Dallas, well, not Dallas, but Houston, San Antonio, and then mm-hmm. after that, we're going back to my hometown, Pontiac, Michigan. 
Um, and then we're gonna hit Indiana. We hit Chicago. Uh, yeah, we just moving, man. Cool. Uh, like I said, I, I believe in this so much. I'm willing to uh, to put my time and effort into making sure people get it. So what yeah. we're doing is I pull up, I play the album, and we have a talk, a conversation just like this. Yeah. And I, I, I lay the mindset behind the album and every record. So th- this is the most intimate you'll ever get with an artist as far as in their no creative doubt. process and thought process. No it doesn't get, it doesn't, the only thing more intimate than this is actually being in the studio with the artist. That's the only thing. <laughs> true, true, <Yeah>. true, true. <laughs> This is good, man. This is good. And after the listening tour, then that's when you'll uh, you'll you'll let folks know when the album's gonna come out. Or so right now, we we the album is on the way. It's gonna be very soon. I'm literally mixing and mastering it as we speak. Okay. So we yeah. we we finishing it up. But I'll put it this way: it's it's gonna be sooner than later. For okay. Sure. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. No pressure on me. I'm just saying that. Like, uh, if, 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 if the listening tour, if the listening tour is like, okay, I heard some things they said. Let me let me go back and tweak some stuff. I don't know if that's a part of it. Is that a part of it too? Uh, not well to a degree. Okay. I still got some wiggle room right now, but I'm trying right. to get as much of it done before I hit the road. Right, right. that's the right. goal. But right. who right. knows? Right. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna try yeah. to get as much of it as we can get. That's good. That's good. So, Derek, how can people reach you or how can people reach you? You know, if they, you know, I know you're going to be playing a tour soon, things like that. And, 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 and one more shout out about how people can get on these listening tours. Yeah. So you can go to DerekMiner.com and that's my launch pad for everything. Gotcha. So you can get on my mailing list. Uh, if you want to book me, bring me out on my social media, all of that. DerekMiner.com. Super simple. Uh, I, like I tell everybody, I answer every, I answer almost every DM I get on Instagram, unless it's wow. something stupid. So tap in with me. I'm, I'm out <laughs> here. I'm moving in. I'm, 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 I'm outside right now. You know? uh, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. I'm outside. Yeah. Dropping bars. There was a, a young King who was, uh, involved in a, um, a romantic relationship with a young lady. Right. And the young lady was a Christian. Uh, follow Christ. And this is way, way back in the day. And she said, okay, to marry me, you know, you got to be a Christian. That, that, that's how it's got to be. And my dad ain't going to have it no other kind of way. So this young king said, okay, I love you so much. I'm, I'm going to get baptized. I'm going to be baptized and be a Christian. Cool. Well, this day he went there to the, to the, like the ocean, out in the ocean. And he went there with all the, uh, all the priests from this church. And he had all his men, all his military cats go, right? And all of them got in the water. They all had a priest apiece. It's like a hundred of them. And they got to go in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And they dip them in. But guess right as they dip them in, they all throw their sword in the sky. Because that was one thing they did not want to get baptized. Yo, what about your life, man? What areas in your life are you not willing to fully surrender to the Lord? Now, I get it. It's a journey. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, think about is there something that you say, this is more important to me, uh, or this fulfills me more than what God can fulfill me? So when I get baptized, I'm going to leave my tongue out the water, right? I'm going to leave my right hand out the water. What is it in your life that um, that God hasn't fully baptized in your walk? And perhaps maybe, maybe there's a little something there that God can really bring some light to. Y'all, I'm Pastor Phil with my friend Derek Miner um, celebrating this new album. And we want to thank y'all for listening to me out. Thank you for listening to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. We're back here, same time, same day, next week. Come with us. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. 
If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. 